Thank you, Abba Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. One, two, three, go. I confess my heart is receptive to the undiluted word of God. I'm delivered from spiritual blindness. Delivered from every oppression of the devil. I'm sanctified and consecrated. I'm restored to my divine purpose. I'm ready to advance the kingdom of God. I'm anointed for signs and wonders. I'm changed to change the world. This week, I activate the blessings of God over my life. This week, I enforce the will of God over my life. Welcome to church. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Good to see you. Good to see you. God bless you. Hallelujah. If you have not been... Uh, following the series on prayer, please, I will advise that you meet the media. Maybe they can uh, download um, the last two messages on your Android phone. Or you can as well assess the message on our social media handles. Hallelujah. It's not a message you should meet. If there is any time we must return to God's original master plan, it is now. And if we must maximize his original master plan, we must embrace the spoken word of God and the efficacy of prayer. Hallelujah. Can I have Acts chapter 6 verse 1? Through four on the screen, please. Don't forget, we started this series on prayer. Give yourself to prayer because we're told that Jesus gave himself to prayer. He woke up very early in the morning, separated himself, went to a secluded place to pray. While it was here, morning, he prays. And we saw that Jesus prayed from beginning of his earthly ministry to the end, he was always praying. And he, he gave himself to prayer. So we are expected to give ourselves to prayer. We are expected to maximize the efficacy of the word of God. So, I've been addressing the issue of Magic that has been called miracle in many quarters. That if, if you want to embrace God, maximize your relationship with God, don't chase magic that is called miracle. I'll continue to maintain this until I return to my father. I'll continue to do what he wants me to do. And it doesn't really matter to me who get offended, who get angry, because I know nothing can happen to me until I return to my father. And I'm going to be exposing many of them at the appointed time, because I'm not happy to see where the church is. We have many buildings, but we don't have the church of Jesus taking their place. I was privileged to have traveled to Israel one time I went for a program and I think we were about two we were about two Nigerians that were at that program very massive place and the man the two of them that spoke 
said that there are so many churches in Nigeria that every street in Nigeria has up to five churches. But he said he doubts if God is with those churches. That if God is with them, how come there is no revival in Nigeria? They think touch me, I was really in pain. Like, wow. We have churches, but we don't have revival. Can I summon to you this morning, my Jessica family, revival will break out through you. You have to be positioned well enough and allow God pass through you and walk through you. We must return to the word of God and we must return to prayer. And in those days, when the number of the disciples was multiplied, there arose a murmuring of the Grecians against the Hebrews because their widows were neglected in their daily ministration. Then the twelve called the multitude of the disciples unto them and said, Is it not reason that we should is there a reason we should leave the word of God and serve tables wherefore brethren look ye out among you seven men of honest report full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom who we may appoint over this business you see the, the, the kingdom is a business when you want to be a business person, you have to be deliberate of what you want to achieve in your business. You don't just be a businessman, a businesswoman just to carry the title. You want fruits of the business. You want dividend of the business. And you want to make impact through the business. So they said, you see, the word business was used there. And one time Jesus used the same word. Don't you know I will be about my father's business? Businessmen are serious people. They know what they want. They go for it. They can risk their finances, risk their life just to make sure what they intended before embarking on that business journey is fulfilled and established. So it is expedient that we take the kingdom of God like businessmen take their business seriously. If we want to maximize our relationship with the father. He said, we must look for men full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom. Can I submit to you? You cannot be full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom if you don't have the word of God in your spirit. If you want to be full of wisdom, if you want to be full of the Holy Ghost, you must be a student of the word of God. If you want to be a man of wisdom, full of Holy Ghost, you must give it to prayer. And it is such people that God placed over the business of the kingdom. Reason why we don't have men who we can clearly call men who are businessmen over the kingdom of God. But we have men who are using men. That is what we have. We don't have men that we can call serious minded people. He said, we are looking for men like this, full of wisdom, full of Holy Ghost, to oversee the body of Christ. You might not really know who you are at the moment, but I'm sure 
It will not be long. It will be clear to you. You have been chosen by God. That is why you are here. Because you have assignment. You have a voice to your generation. But we will give ourselves continually to what? Say it again. To what? And to what? Two things. Two things. You cannot be a victim of the devil or a victim of this world as long as the ministry of the word of God is active in your life. You can never be a victim of the devil of the world if you are someone that gives it to prayer. You cannot. When Satan wants to destroy his victim, possess them, enslave them, the first thing that he does is to take them away from the word of God and take them away from the place of prayer and then they become a victim. When the Bible is open, it will keep you away from sin. When the Bible is closed, sin will return to you. This Bible, one man of God said, was being around for a long time in America, he said, this Bible, this word of God will keep you away from sin. And sin will keep you away from the Bible. Did you get that? This Bible will keep you away from sin. And sin will keep you away from the Bible. It means that when you keep sinning, the word of God is taken away from you. But when you keep coming in contact with the word of God, sin will be far away from you. We're just trying to lay a foundation this morning and a recap of the part one and part two of our series. So this morning we'll be praying asking God to give us insight into our message this morning. Our topic this morning, or title of our message this morning is titled, Hedrances to Prayer. Hedrances to Prayer. We've dealt with part one and part two of giving yourself to prayer. So, if we have gained something from that first and second messages, now it's a speed and we know what can hinder us from prayer or what can stop us from receiving answers. When we pray. Hallelujah. For your prayer to be effective. You have to deliberately and consistently walk in purity and holiness. Write it down if you want to. We trust God. To take over the service. As he teaches us this morning. For your prayer to be effective. You must be deliberate. And you must be consistent. In walking in purity and in holiness. You have to. Your prayer cannot be effective if you indulge in willful sin. Your prayer may never be answered even if you pray as long as you don't walk in purity and holiness. 
One thing is to pray. Another thing is to have your prayer answered. These are spiritual realities. Everybody pray, but not everybody have their prayer answered. Let's have James chapter 5 verse 16. James 5, 16 through 18. For your prayer to be effective, for your prayer to be answered, you must be deliberate, you must be consistent in walking in purity and walking in holiness. It is a strong means message. If you want to grow church, it is not a message that you should preach. If you have a hidden agenda, it's not a message you should preach. Because we don't have a generation that want to do the right thing. But I trust God, if he has allowed you to be here and you've been here, I don't need to pray to ask God why you here. I already know that you have an assignment to God. I know that. God told me at the beginning of my calling clearly that anyone that comes around and if they stay around, it means that they have a destiny to fulfill. Yeah, I know that. He said, confess your faults and confess your fault one to another and pray for one another that your prayer that ye may be healed. One, confess your faults, confess your sin to one another so that you may be healed, so that you may be delivered. It's like these are spiritual realities, but it is taken for granted. Many people find themselves in willful sinning, they keep it. You see. The, the power against sin is to expose sin. Did you get that? If you want to conquer sin and overcome sin, expose sin. But you see, there is another narrative that, you know, when you talk about sin, it makes people prone to sin. It's a lie from the pit of hell. If you want to conquer sin and defeat sin, you must expose sin. When the word of God says you should confess your fault or your sin to one another, he's telling you that's where deliverance is. I should be accountable to somebody. I should be able to walk to a brother or a sister and say, I am struggling with this. Help me. The moment you are able to open up and confess your fault, you have broken the power of sin in your life. He said, confess it. In other words, you will be healed. So your prayer become effective. Your prayer will be answered as long as you have been in sin and you come, you're coming out to say, Lord, I am tired of this. I'm trusting a brother or a sister that I know he can pray with me. Help me overcome this sin. But the moment you confess it, the power of that sin is already broken. Then it went further. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man a valid mode. Hold on now. What he's saying is this. 
as long as you stay in sin or you remain willful sinning, your prayer can never be effective. Your prayer can never be fervent. Did you get that? He said, you see, there are spiritual protocol to be observed if you want your prayer to be effective and fervent. If you want your prayer to be answered, there are spiritual protocol that has to be followed. One is to make sure you are not in sin, you don't live in sin. If you have committed sin, that you come out and confess and be free from the sin. In that situation, the door is open for you now to pray fervently and effectively. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man. You see, don't get carried away with the lies of the devil in many places. They say to you, we are the righteousness of God. Yes, we receive righteousness. We didn't work for it, but we must work in righteousness after receiving it. You didn't get that. You see, where the devil wants to keep people in sin, they live in sin, they remain in sin, and the devil continues to tighten. We are the righteousness of God. Yes, we are the righteousness of God by reason of Jesus coming to die and to save us. But we will now walk in righteousness. So he's telling you, the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man is the only prayer that will be effective. It's the only prayer that will be answered. Not the prayer of everybody, but the prayer of the righteous man. Not because you just receive the righteousness of God only. It is a foundation. The, the fact that you bought a land and you lay a foundation doesn't mean you have built a house. I was looking at the word fervent. I was looking at the word fervent. What I saw, the word fervent means having or displaying a passionate intensity. Hot, burning, or glowing. Did you get that? Having or displaying a passionate intensity, the word fervent. You become hot. You be burning. You be glowing. I don't see fly perching on a hot pot. Did you get that? I don't see what? Flies. Demons are flies. They don't perch or hurt believers. They don't. They don't. You can never see a fly. As stupid as it may be, it will not go close to a hot and burning pot. I am tired of seeing cold believers. Why? We don't want to follow the spiritual protocol. He said, the only prayer that a valid mode must proceed from the righteous. That is why we started by saying, you must walk in purity. You must walk in holiness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 17. Elias. Elijah. Was a man subject to lack passions as we are, and he prayed earnestly 
that it might not rain. And he laid not on the earth by the space of three years and six months. 18. And pray again. And the heaven gave rain. And the earth brought forth her fruit. What did he do? What did he do? These are spiritual realities. That will be taken for granted. They compare you to be chasing magic. Running after magic, they call miracles. When the instruments of the supernatural lies in your hand, the word of God, and the other one lies in your tongue, prayer. If I have a hidden agenda, I will not preach the word of God. Because people enjoy to see others are their slaves. Let me tell you something. If you run a company and you employ people, chances are, if you don't have God, you don't want them to ever be free. Because you want to use them. As long as they are good, they are beneficial to your organization, you will not let them go. You will not expose them to certain secrets of the business. Every business has a secret. You will not expose them to it. Because if you expose them to, the, to it, they are free. But look at what the word of God says. Who the son of God set free is free indeed. And the only way you can be free is to return to the word of God. Ye shall know the truth. And the truth shall set you free. But you know what, was, uh, what they did? They, repre- uh, they replaced the word of God with magic. Because as long as you keep chasing magic, you will not be free. You will not be free. You will not. The effectual fervent prayer of a man that walks in purity. The fervent effective prayer of the righteous availed much. The prayer of a man who walks in purity and holiness is always answered. I did a study, extensive study on Elijah, Elisha, and Jesus' ministry. These people didn't speak too much. I wonder what was going on. One time Jesus said, Father, thank you. I know you heard me. For a dead situation. For a dead situation, you didn't put your shirt. You didn't remove your shoe. You were not busting demons. You just, Father, thank you because you heard me. Then the Holy Spirit said to me, no, the job is done behind the scene. So when you come to the public, then you don't need to speak too much. That business, that thing you are pursuing with your human strength can only answer to your secret prayer. Did you get that? Now, I had a revelation, a deep revelation from a teaching of my spiritual father. Something happened 
I've, I, I think that was the first time I, I had that understanding. Uh, I, 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 I am a student of the dealings of Elijah and Elisha, but I, I had a limited revelation about what uh, Elisha did with the woman who Elisha prophesied to according to the time of life by this time, please do something with that noise according to the time of life by this time you will bring forth a child you see, when the child was mentioned it might have been a child physically speaking but yours can be business yours can be marriage a prophecy can come to you and say, according to the time of life, you will embark on your ministry, your business will blossom, your marriage will blossom, and all of that. Many prophecies that come into fulfillment many times, they die, and when they are resurrected, they never die again. That is too strong. No prophecy that come into fulfillment that will not be tried. No prophecy that come into fulfillment that will not be attacked. When they are attacked, it is to preach to, to everyone around that whatsoever is born of God overcoming the world. So Satan can temporarily attack it. But when you know who you are in Christ, that situation will never die. Now, what, something happened. They said the miracle died. The baby that was prophesied came and the baby died. Elisha sent his servant, go and resurrect the child. And when the child, I mean, when the servant got to the child, the child didn't listen to Elisha's servant. I had that revelation long ago that a miracle that God uses a servant of God to bring forth, if it's attacked, not everyone can resurrect such miracle. So the reason why the child didn't listen to uh, Gehazi or the servant of Elisha was because there are situations bigger than a servant of the prophet. So the prophet has to be called him. And something happened when the prophet came. The prophet, the Bible said, he lied on the child. The child's body was warm. He lied on the child again and the child sneezed. He lied on the child again and the child got up. That was too much activity. <laughs> but Jesus just came. He didn't need to lie on the grave. He just said, Father, you always hear me. When he was talking to the father, Lazarus in the grave was hearing the voice of the son of God. When you pray a lot, whatever that is dead in your life, when you show up, they will hear the voice of God through your voice. Did you get that? But now, that is not where I'm going to. But this time Elijah died. I mean Elisha died. Ah! Elisha died. Elisha, though the child got up from death after a series of rituals, lying down first and second and third time. But when Elisha died, they said dead people were thrown to where Elisha bone were and they got up from death. Which means the more you die, the more the natural thing responds to you. (laughs) 
It means that when you are alive in the flesh, you struggle more. But the more you disconnect from the flesh, the more the natural respond to your authority. Elisha has to go through series of activities to raise or raise a child. A child. But when Elisha died, it means that he has disconnected from the flesh. So the moment he disconnected from the flesh, any death situation that is brought to Elisha, they must leave. So you know what prayer does? Prayer kills your flesh. Prayer kills your flesh. And until your flesh is killed and destroyed out of you, you will go through struggle. Elisha was, he said, Elias was a man of similar passion. But this man prayed. He suspended rain for three years. He came again, he prayed again. Oh, these are supernatural manifestations. But with a man just like us. Then what has gone wrong with us? Two things. We have been deceived. Don't follow the word. Don't pray. And we'll be deceived. Live your life. Grace has come. You can remain in sin. Grace has come. You can do whatever you want. Grace has come. But that is lie from the pit of hell. You cannot have open heaven when you remain in sin perpetually. Never. It's not possible. You cannot command authority when you indulge in sin consistently. No. No. Most manifestation and supernatural occurrences you will ever experience is traceable to your fervent prayer life. Don't forget the word fervent means to be hot, to be burning, and to be glowing. Did you get that? To be what? Glowing, burning, and hot. So, supernatural occurrences or manifestations you will ever experience will be traceable to your fervent prayer life. Did you get that? No chasing miracles. No chasing magic that they call miracles. No. Enough of lies. I sent a video to some people here. I think I sent to one of the brothers in the house about an agent of darkness who called himself, he quote a pastor, whose wife is exposing, a man of God sent it to you. I don't know if you, if you have watched it. His wife is exposing him, what they do and all of that. And the woman has been telling these people, run away. They will not run. They are still chasing miracle. And this woman said, what they do, they call it arranged supernatural. Why faking what can be real? They arrange it. His wife is the one talking. They arrange it. They pay people 5,000 to come and give testimony that never existed. They pay 15,000 depends and all of that. That is the kind of church we have today. But God asked me to go and 
open the eyes of my generation that the power of God is in the word of God. The power of God is in the prayer that you pray. If you are desperate enough to see the manifestation, you will disconnect from the natural. You see, the natural is painful. It's not a place to live. When you exit the natural, it's a place you will desire everybody to, to dwell with you. It's a beautiful place. It's a comfortable place. It's a place of assurance. It's a place of peace and joy. Have you asked yourself, there was never a time Jesus complained. He was living in another realm. Why was he always praying? Why was Jesus always quoting the word of God? Quoting the word of God. Always praying. He secluded his place. He went to, I mean, he separated himself. He went to a secluded place to pray. One time, Satan is talking to him. He's quoting the word. Two major things he was doing. Two, 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 two. Satan has no power over a believer who gives him to prayer. A prayer born out of purity and holiness. Did you get that? Confess your fault to one another. Confess your sin to one another. Free yourself. Break the power of sin. Then pray and your prayer becomes fervent. Because Satan has nothing against you. Jesus said, they came but they found nothing in me. Nothing. I don't have Satan's property in me. I don't have his lifestyle in me. I am the son of the living God. I live by the dictate of heaven. Satan came but he found nothing in me. So he couldn't possess me. He couldn't control me. He couldn't suppress me. He couldn't lead me astray. Because he found nothing in me. What are those things that you know that can be a hindrance to your prayer life. Why don't you bring it to the cross? Bring it to the cross. Say, Lord, help me. I want to be free. Reason our prayers can be hindered. Reasons our prayer can be hindered. Put it down. I'm going to mention a few. Then we're going to pray. Can I have Psalm 66 verse 18? Psalm 66 verse 18. Reasons your prayer can be hindered. Can we read this together? One, two, three, go. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will know what? He will not hear what? Can we have it in uh, maybe TPT? If I regard iniquity, if I accommodate iniquity, if I live in iniquity, if I dwell in iniquity, my prayer becomes nothing. Is that what he's saying? That's what he's saying. Now, what this one had to. Yet, if I had closed my eyes to my sin, 
You know what that means? Now close your eyes. You know it's, it's there. You know it exists. So you ignore it. Abby? The Lord God will have closed his eyes. So why do we deceive ourselves? Why do we deceive ourselves? A man of God. No. God forgive me. We lay a hand on a brother or a sister that you know is a, a, a ritualist. Father, prosper him. You know he's a ritualist. And you call yourself a pastor? I don't hate a brother or a sister sinning. No. no. I only hate the act of the sin itself. So, a brother, I don't care how far Satan has taken you in doing anything or a sister. When you come and say, Pastor, pray for me. No man is coming and talk to me anymore. Uh, this year, uh, first of all, ask, are you born again? Yes. But are you sure you are living based on the dictate of the word of God? Confess your sin. And let's pray. I ask God to give you grace to walk in holiness and purity. Then let's pray. Then, yet, if he had closed Yet, if I had closed my eyes to my sin, they will not preach this to you because they know they can't get your offering. They will not. They will not. Even some of your former pastors, they know that you are committing all sorts of things. They know. Some of them can even be your neighbor. They are doing it with yourself. You are aware. They will not tell you. They say, don't worry, God will do it. You see, the standard of God can't change because of you. It cannot change. Nothing will change it. Yet, if I had closed my eyes to my sin, the Lord God will have closed his ear to my prayer. But our colleagues is laughing. Give me The Lord's hand is not short that it cannot hear. Now, the first reason our prayer can be hindered is that personal no sin. Personal no sin. Reason for our prayer to be hindered or not to be answered. One, personal no sin we refuse to repent from. Personal no sin. We know it, but we accommodate it. We enjoy it. And you want God to answer your prayer. You see, can, you see we don't really need so much of uh, all this uh, oratory talk and all of that. Uh, uh, jumping here and there to present the word of God. The word of, uh, of our helper, I mean the name of our helper is what? The helper that was sent to us. What is his name? Eh? Okay, if we okay, if that is our helper, you see, God has already given us expo of living. You know, He has given us what expo. You want to write exam? They've already presented the questions to you. You all now know what to do. He said, "I will send you a helper, and the name shall be Holy Spirit." Huh. If that is the name, okay, no problem. He has already told us what He means to accommodate Him, live a holy life. 
That's what it means. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save. Neither is ear heavy that it cannot hear. Continue. Bear your what? Bear your iniquities have separated between you and your God and your sin has hid his face from you that he will not hear. He dances to prayers. Are we here? Are you sure? Do, do you know what I noticed? I found out that people appreciate lies more than truth. <laughs> I, I, I found out. And now I wonder why the truth can be so cheap. It comes to us easily. But we don't appreciate it. We, we, we believe in lies. A man is telling you, you will prosper. You will do this. You will do that. You will do that. And we believe. And what God says is completely different from what the man is telling us. And we appreciate what the man is saying. And avoid what God is saying. He says, his hand is not shut. I can't save you from that situation. You are in a situation born into a cutting family. Born into a poverty ridden demonic family. All sort of things going on in your lineage and all of that. Now you have found God and you ought to be separated spiritually and that power of your foundation had to be broken away from you. But you are saying, God help me. Why is this thing still happening in my life? Why is this thing still happening in my life? But check yourself and tell yourself the truth. He knows us. He said, it is your iniquity. He said, it is your sin. He didn't say that they will not, they will not, they will not curse. He didn't say they will not manipulate. He didn't say they will not gather against you. He said, surely, definitely, they will gather against you. He said, not by me. Every gathering that is not of God shall surely be scattered. But in a, he said, your focus should not be about their gathering. But you don't allow iniquity to have dominion over you. Don't allow sin to have dominion over you. If they gather and they gather and they don't find anything of the devil in your life, they will not carry it out. That garden will be fruitless. That garden will be aborted. Jesus said they came, they found nothing in me. Oh, why am I helpless? Why are things not working for me? I pray, I go to church. God is saying yes, all of these are rituals. Coming to church, yes, is good. Be born again is good. But there is another thing you must do. He said, God here is no heavy. His hand is not sure that I can't pull you out of that situation you are. You have cried enough. You have cried enough. You have run her task. Later. But it's hard time you bring yourself together and tell yourself the truth. Face what you you are be, uh, going through squarely. Now I know God hates this. I know God hates that. God, I am receiving grace to overcome them. And you will see God in your life. You will see. You will see. So he dances to prayer. He dances to prayer. You know, the grace topic that was hijacked and manipulated by agent of the devil... 
made a lot of believers now that even when they are in sin, they are still praying in sin. Before now, before that grace message was adjusted by the devil, when the believer truly sin, he cries. And he's sober. He's in pain. So when they adjust the message of the grace by agent of darkness, now uh, believers can be in sin and no sin. And they will still be say, you are praying to a lizard, not to my God. When grace came, they twisted it. Before, when a man fall into sin by reason of maybe mistake or whatever, he doesn't die there, he doesn't stay there. He ran a cry to God. God save me. God help me. God is crying. He's looking for a brother. Brother, see, pray for me. My heart is pain. I am sorrowful because I have sinned against my God. That was what it was. But when they, when they brought in the grace message twisted by the devil through their agent of the pulpit, a brother can be in sin and he will still come and sing here. A sister just left fornication. He still come here. Because you know what? Dead spirit. When your spirit is dead, you don't know whether you are singing or not. You accept it and you embrace it. But when your spirit is still alive, when you fall into sin, you don't need a man to get hold of you before you, you confess. You confess! Because you want freedom. He said, confess your sin to one another. He said, my hand is not short. My ear is not heavy. What they did was to say, okay, what do we do? Let's render them powerless. Let's make them slaves. Let's oppress them. We will introduce a message that is of God, but we will twist it. So then, when they embrace it, they will do what we want them to do. So Satan is comparing people. Even the so-called pastors, they are living a sin. I was in Canada. I was in Canada, Canada. The supposed to pastor, he, he told me, he said, um, you know, that time in Lagos, I say, uh, he said, you know, so, 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 uh, apostle. I say, yeah. He said, you know, I was just with this, uh, I was with this lady and all of that. The next thing he did, he sent a stinker to me. I said, okay, what happened? He said, he sent a stinker and he told me, what am I doing with my babe? I was looking for a, a tsunami earthquake so that I would just go from there. I said, Father, why don't you cause tsunami earthquake here? And I'm like, I, 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 I don't understand. He said, eh, he said, eh, he now sent a sticker to me. What am I doing with this babe? And I said, you mean apostle? So, and I said, I don't get it. Babe? You use the word babe. Babe. An apostle? So the Lord said to me, eh, it's a title now. You can either be apostle of God or apostle of the devil. I said, okay, father. And I asked the so-called pastor. I said, before another man will send such to you and said to you, what are you doing with my baby? You people know each other. And you people know what you people are both doing. They become careful from that moment. Because they so believe that the game they are playing, everybody is playing it. They believe. That agent of the devil believe that what they are doing, everybody is doing it. 
No, they are still remnants. And there will be remnants until Jesus returns. Let me tell you, brother, don't be part of this world. Sister, don't be part of this world. You will enjoy a better life. He said, be ye separate. Touch not or click pain. Then the Lord will receive you. You will be his son, his daughter, and he will be your father. Until you are separated, you cannot be fathered by him. Can I have that scripture? Be ye separate. Touch not on clean things. We are still dealing with one. He dances to prayer. I see them. They are everywhere. I'll tell you here again and again to Jesus come as you see me. This is who I am. I've said it again, no time without her, but my wife is here. She will not have opportunity to return to her God, or to return to my God to say, Pastor, preach who is not. I'm able to say it. I am an extremist, naturally speaking. Except I don't believe in the cause. If I believe in the cause, I must pursue it the way it should be pursued. So I said, if I was to serve Satan, Satan had power. If he was smart before God took me, it would have been, this kingdom would have been good if he has gotten me. The same way I'm pursuing God like this, I would have pursued the kingdom of darkness. Don't be a man at the middle of the road. You are not, neither here nor here. No! Wherefore, from among them and be ye separate, says the Lord, and touch not your clean thing, and I will receive you. Enough of that. Uh, my father's house, my mother's house, uh, this, that, that, that. Yes, as a child of God, you can walk in a courty places. It's a company or whatever. The owner is an occult man and all of that. But as long as you don't touch on, on, on clean things, you don't leave the land they live, you will crumble them. It's two things. They either give you space to operate in your own detail or they tell you we can't continue with you. So enough of my father's house, my mother's house. Who told you that they, they, they can stop you? I was born into an adult. We built a house for our own. Some of you here did not even have money to build for your girls. At least my, my, the one my father inherited, there was a house built for it. At least this, this ghost, they have uh, that is master bedroom. They, they have parlor, living room. They do. And they eat. They go and give them part of and all that. I will be hungry. My father, if the food left over, you go and give it to uh, this thing. I say, oh, this man. The house was built. Now you are saying, it's my father's house. It's my mother's house. And they are stopping me from getting married. No, you have not woken up. When you wake up, those demons will run. They will run. They will. Until you are separated, you will remain a victim of the devil. He said, be ye separate, says the Lord, and touch not your clicking, and I will receive you. You know what that means? I will open the door for you. Door of authority. Door of power. I will open the door for you. 
I will receive you. You know, where you join some uh, maybe a professional bodies or whatever, that's what they call induction. Have you? That's what they call induction. Maybe professional bodies and all of that. Not long ago, they said to me, there's apostolic kind of club in Abuja. They want me to join it. I said to them, I'm not coming. Because I don't know what is behind. Because they will do what they call induction. They will receive you. They now say, fully, you are not part of us. That's what induction is all about. So now, the, this, the ministry of this organization or association is now unveiled to you. You are a professional, but as long as you are not part of this body, there are some things that you will never know. God is saying, be ye separate. Touch not your clean thing, and I will receive you. It means that you will be inducted into the class of Jesus. You say, yes, I'm born again. Yes, I'm born again. I'm already into the class of Jesus. Yes, you are, you are, but there are mysteries you can't handle. He said, I will receive you. This is first, uh, uh, I mean, this is Corinthian talking, not Old Testament. He said, I will receive you. Jesus didn't beg for anything. You are not permitted to beg from today in the name of Jesus. Oh yeah, let's look at the next one. And we be a father unto you. Uh -uh. Did you get that? Oh, which means something is not right here. But it's our father already now. Abi, it's our father. But now he's saying that when we are separated, that is when he can be a father to us. The prodigal son, though he became wayward, he was not eating with pig. He still have a father, but he didn't have access to treasure of his father. But the one that was with the father had access to the treasure. But the prodigal son said, "Is my father." But you were not with your father. You can, it can be your father, but you are not with your father. He said, and we, and we be a father unto you. And ye shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. Until you are separated. Until you refuse to touch unclean things. So the reason why your prayer is not answered. The reason you have hindrances to your prayer. Be answered. Sin. Let's call sin sin. You know, if we call sin sin, it will be okay to actually run away from it. You know, we don't call sin sin anymore. You know, they taught us the grace, the grace teachers, they told us not to mention sin. Did you get that? Can we just please call sin sin in this house? Let's call sin sin, my Jessica. We will call sin sin. Did you get that? So, fornication is fornication. Idolatry is idolatry. Stealing is stealing. They said the guy just grabbed something. He didn't grab something. No. He fornicated. Let's call it sin. Sin. Say, be ye separate. Touch not the unclean thing. I will be your father. You will be my sons. You will be my daughters. I will receive you. Hallelujah. So the first one we said personal no sins. Personal no sins. 
You came dwelling in. You refuse to repair from it. Can be a major hindrance to your prayer life. Then let's look at Matthew chapter 18, verse 21, 22. Matthew 18, 21, 22. An unforgiving or bitter spirit can also be a hindrance. Write it down. Unforgiving or bitter spirit. It can be terrible. I don't know for if you have really been somebody that God has helped in the place of prayer. You find out anytime you are bitter, is it possible to pray? Ah, ah, it's not a place to be. It's a torment. It's a torment. And forgiveness will torment you, will take prayer from you. It will take prayer from you. Then came Peter to him and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Now, well, three, seven times. Peter was looking for escape. Peter, he asked a question. Peter also answered himself. <laughs> Lord, I know seven, seven is a number of completion. So if my brethren sin against me, after I forgive him seven times, the next, the eighth one should kill him or kill her. So he answered by himself, Lord, how many times should we forgive when the brethren sin against me? Seven times. He's the one that he has. He was expecting Jesus to quickly endorse it. You know, number seven is the number of completion. Uh-huh. So you are free at the eighth time kill. Look at what Jesus answered. Jesus said unto him, I say unto thee, unto seven times. That is what he said, but unto seventy times seven. Uh-uh. So it means that it will not, even that number cannot be completed till you leave this world. Hallelujah. You know what he was trying to tell us here? Don't have any reason to harbor unforgiveness. It will hinder your prayer. Prayer is the lifeline of a true believer. You do get that? Prayer is the lifeline of a true believer. So as long as you are praying, nothing can stop you. Nothing can hinder you. Nothing can limit you. Nothing can oppose you. They can plot it, orchestrate it, but it will never work against you. If it's allowed, it will work in your favor. If God allows it, it means it will work in your favor. So now he's saying to you, one, sin can hinder you. Unforgiveness or bitterness can hinder your prayer. So Peter was trying to ask Jesus at least seven times if this, this and that. Jesus said, see, it's for your sake. Oh. I know you're going to be hurt. I know you're going to be in pain. But for your sake, so that you don't have your heaven closed. So the best thing, make sure you avoid bitterness and unforgiving spirit. Hallelujah. Are we teaching this morning? I, I, I trust God you, you write this scripture down. I want you to go through it again and again. Let's look at Ephesians 4.32. Ephesians 4.32. And be ye kind one to another. Tender hearted, 
forgiving one another. Even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. Did you get that? Let me tell you what, what it, uh, it is. The more you pray, the easier it becomes for you to forgive. Do you know that? You might not be able to appreciate or comprehend that if you have not been praying. It is easier to forgive when you give into prayer. You find out that when it's difficult for you to forgive, it means that you have not been praying. Because you can't forgive in the flesh. <laughs> you cannot. Never. You cannot. It is impossible to be in the flesh and forgive somebody. But the moment you give it to prayer, your flesh is subdued, your flesh is dead with. It is easy to forgive. I'm telling you. He said, and be kind to one another, tender hearted. Prayer has a way of softening your heart. Did you get that? Prayer has a way of what? Softening your heart. When nothing softens the heart of a believer like prayer. So you can have a heart of stone. But the moment you start giving it to the word of God and prayer, your heart becomes soft. Hallelujah. The next one, covetousness. The sin of covetousness can hinder you from praying and can hinder your prayer from being answered. The sin of covetousness. As the scripture says something, it said, be anxious for nothing. But with prayer and supplication, make your request known unto the Lord. And the peace that surpasses all understanding will well up in your heart. So, in other words, he was trying to tell you, don't be conversious. When you are conversious, you say the sin of conversion is the reason why I use the word the sin of conversion. Conversiousness, what he does is this. When he gets hold of you, he will compare you to do a lot against God, against yourself. When the spirit of confession take over you, you don't know when you step out of God's ordinances. When you are anxious, you become confession. Don't be anxious. Don't be confession. Why you aim to be the best of you? Why you aim to do what God has called you to do? Don't be desperate. If Let's use another word. Don't be desperate. Don't be. Because let me tell you this. Whether you are a businessman, a minister of God, or whatever you are doing, anything God has asked you to do, Satan is going to confront it. Satan is going to make war against it. Now, if you don't know who you are, what Satan is trying to do is to make you compromise and join his club. But the, he will always, Satan can only be successful in getting hold of your heart when you are desperate, when you are conversious, when you are anxious. Then when you are okay serving the Lord, knowing that his work can't fail, he will do what he has promised to do. Notice Satan brings a way that can get hold of your heart. He will not be able to seduce your mind against what God has spoken. Oh, I, I graduated with this person. Oh, I started business with this person. Oh, we started this together. That person, no, 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 no. You see, every person have his or her own season. There is season for everybody. There is season for everybody. There is a season. A season for everybody. We started together doesn't mean that we must be at the same uh, uh, place in life. No. There are those that wait upon the Lord. The Bible says they shall, they, shall, they shall be strong. They shall be strong. 
when you wait on, upon the Lord, look at what he does. He trains you. He gives you supernatural wings. Then begin to exercise it. So when it's time for you not to move, you will go beyond those who started walking, who started running, you will be flying. That's what happened. So when God asks you, wait, wait. When God gives you an assignment asking you to do anything, you are married, you are this and all of that. Oh, you see, I desire many things. God, do it and all of that. But if I find somebody God has started that with or whatever, I'm going to be happy. God, thank you and all of that. This is a testimony that you can do what you promise others. This is a testimony. Then I don't pray that I must be in your, in, in, in your level now. Oh God, look at this person. Why am I not like this? No. If you do, conversiousness is activated. Competition now is activated. Desperation is activated. Then you will compromise. The Satan will lead you astray. Don't be conversious. The sin of conversiousness can be a hindrance to our prayer, can stop us from praying right and having our prayer answered. Let's read the scripture, please. Have I given you scripture for that? No? Not yet? Okay. And let's look at uh, James chapter 1, verse 14 to 15. James 1, 14 and 15. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own what? And what? Did you get that? Lost and enticed. And these are the instruments of the devil. He's the master of lust. Master of enticement. When you see David Doe and see uh, whiskey or whatever, they are agent of enticement by the devil. I'm on screen and I just said it. Did you get that? Or that time you see the they don't have it. They are liars. Even when they do, some of going on you don't know. When they come, bust champagne, flaunt their houses, flaunt their cars and all of that, these are demons getting over them to entice you. And if you are drawn away, Satan will get hold of you. Not long ago, one one lady that has has been possessed by Satan, demon, he uh, he said, he won one gram. He said it's 400. Is it 400,000? Eh? 400,000? Okay, 400,000. That is, as it were, that should be like, eh? Eh? that is like four hundred. That is like six hundred thousand now, if we follow exchange rate of today. So he said he was wearing. If you check, that guy is the poorest in Nigeria. He's a liar. He's a liar. But you know what? He has an assignment to get hold of uh, the heart of young girls. Do you know how many young girls that will sleep with uh, men that night? Do you know how many girls that will do all sort of unimaginable thing because they want to be like that guy? Because in the mind of young girls now. If this girl can spend 600,000 on just one gun, how much? It's a lie. If I take her name to some bank now, I say, I need the, this girl, I can't balance. It doesn't have one cupboard there. It's a lie. The reason why you must be content. They give me this scripture. Be, okay, I don't, should it be here? Maybe it's a, let's finish this. It's a, but every man is tempted when he is drawn away 
of his own lust and enticed because Satan will continue to entice you. Satan is not going to come and say, I'm, Satan wants to entice you. He's going to come. Now, a brother can genuinely be blessed of the Lord. A sister can genuinely be blessed of the Lord. And you are expected to be there to appreciate them. But when you have lost, Satan will hijack that lost. And now you now begin to be desperate to have a competing, a competing spirit. Let me be better. Let me be do. So, if you are a brother, you will, not, you will not know when Satan will bring a homosexual house man, a malam, and ask, I want to sleep with you. Then if you are a sister, then the moment that spirit enter you, they will position and give you a man. And don't forget, when they come, they don't go empty-handed, they take something from you. They can bring a man just one night because you want to buy that sister bag. You want to buy that brother's car. You want to wear that clothes they are wearing. You are enticed. You are seduced. He said, don't be. Turn away. Be happy. Be focused. Let me tell you, God knows how to give good things to As long as you don't break the protocol, spiritual protocol, he will give you good things. You will be tired of it. God said, if, if your earthly father know how to give you uh, good things or give you bread, will I go give you something to eat? In other words, I will give you better. It's all come with peace. It's all come with fulfillment. It's all come with joy. A lot of all these people you see, they eat their feces. Or you don't know. Some of them sleep with their daughters. Some of those guys, they sleep with anything. Some of these guys, they are homosexuals. A lot of, a lot of them. Even the so-called pastor, some of them are homosexual. Yes, I'm on the, I am this. Hey, don't do that thing. They are homosexual. Put it there. And some of them know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Or for fame, or for money, or for nonsense. Don't get carried away. Serve God in truth and in spirit. All these things shall be added. Seek first his kingdom, his righteousness, and all these things, all, all, not some, all, will be added. Then, he said, then when lust has conceived, it bringeth forth what? I'm not the one talking. It's the word. This is the reason why they, they took you away from the world, so that you don't know your left and right. When you are drawn away by your by lust for power, for money, for clothes, for bags, for cars, for houses, you are desperate. Then the sin will not be conceived. Then when lust has conceived, it will bring forth sin. And after sin, when it is finished, it brings forth what? You know what that death? Not the one that you go to the grave. You are separated from God. You become vulnerable. Satan is not in charge of your life. You are not separated from God. He will not hear you. He can't see you. Ah, don't see. Adam, where are you? Adam will say, God, what is wrong with you? Ah, look at me here. No, sin doesn't make God see his son and his daughter. Adam, where are you? Adam said, I'm here. But God was looking for Adam. Somebody preached. It was not a, 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 a correct doctrine. God was just trying to know if Adam will say the truth. That's why he was asking. Now, that is not what it is, says Ali. God didn't truly see Adam anymore. 
Anytime you commit sin, and sin it has taken over you, it separates you from God. Because the Bible says it can't behold what? It can't behold what? Say they just talk. They said it was just trying to test Adam. If Adam would say the truth, this is where I am. No. What happened? God wasn't seeing Adam again. Because Adam has disobeyed God. He has broken the covenant. And now sin, iniquity, has lapped Adam up. God was looking for Adam, where are you? Adam, where are you? There is a location I kept you. That, that location of obedience, location of purity, location of holiness, that is the only place I can see you. But you are no longer there. Adam, where are you? Then when lust has conceived, it bringeth forth sin. And sin, when it is finished, it bringeth forth death, separation. Separated from God. That's what it does. Hallelujah. We're about to round up. Proverbs chapter... How many, how many have we mentioned? Okay, today. Proverbs chapter... 28 verse 9. He that turneth away his ear from hearing the law, even his prayer shall be what? Let's pray together, Majestic House. He that turneth away his ear from hearing the law, even what? You see, if you study the word of God, there are things you will never do. It will become easy for you to know what God really wants from you. So, you know, sometimes we have questions or ask a question. Why is this? Why is that? Why is this? Why is that? All the answer you are looking for is in the word of God. It's there. Now, he said, he that turned away his ear from hearing the law. What is the law? The word of God. His prayer shall be what? Now, turning your ear away, you know, that what it means is that you know what you shouldn't do, but you are doing it. So, that means you have turned your ear away and Adam, I'm going to supply your names. But I will keep you in a location. The location of obedience. Obedience is a location. It's a spiritual location. Disobedience is also a spiritual location. But Adam, I will keep you in a, a location called obedience location, purity location, uh, and holiness location. So while you are there, I can see you. We can communicate, but don't step out of it. So when Adam disobeyed God, his prayer was no longer heard. He lost his communion with God. He lost his fellowship with God. Then the Bible say Adam was now sweating. But before then, Adam wasn't sweating. Otherwise, Adam walked around and see everything already put together by God. His job was to take care of what God has already made, made available. His job was to tend the things. But this time, Adam has been separated because he was no longer focusing on the word of God, the instruction of God. Then he began to sweat. He began to labor. Then when Jesus came, he brought us back to that garden and he gave all his word. Jesus is the message of the kingdom. His word, his life, everything follow it. Then you will see yourself again appreciating life the way Adam appreciated life at the beginning. He that turned away his ear from hearing the law, even his prayer. That is, if we have many challenges, many issues, even his prayer also will not become an abomination. So, prayer with God can be angry with your prayer. It's an abomination. So, now the next one is 
Failure to spend time in the word of God. Failure to spend time with the word of God and not living by the word. Not spending time with the word and living by the word can be a hindrance to your prayer. Not spending time in the word of God and living by the word can be a hindrance to your prayer. Can hinder your access to open heaven. Hallelujah. Can I have Job Job 15 verse 21. Let me have that on the screen if I'm sure. Okay, turn, turn it the other way then. Or let's see 22. Okay, do Job 22 verse 15. Then that is what it is. It's not there. Okay, say this for me. Lay up gold as silver. Just type that one. Okay, which means it's Job 22, 21. Okay, go to Job 22, 21. Okay. Oh, yes. Exactly. Thank you. As we round up, look at this. If you can do me a favor, um, if I can have the meaning of acquaint, in as much as we know, but just for clarity purpose, if we can tap it and put it on the screen, the meaning of acquaint. Say, acquaint none that serve with him. We are rounding up here. Acquaint none that serve. If another person, you can do it with your phone, just put it. So you read it out for me. Somebody can give you a microphone. I read it out. Acquaint none that self with him and be at peace. In other words, until you acquaint yourself, until you align with his dictate, until you accept his ordinances, you can't have peace. And be at peace. Thereby good shall come unto thee. You see, this kingdom is not difficult at all. It is not. We are the one just doing ourselves. And the lies flying everywhere, deceiving us. Acquit not that self with it and be at peace. Thereby, good shall come unto thee. Continue. Receive, I pray thee, the law from his mouth. What is that law again? And lay up his word in your hearts. Continue. If thou return to the Almighty, thou shalt be brutal spiritually. Thou shalt put away iniquity far from your life. When you return, God will build you up. And when you are being built up in the world, you will not know when you start walking away from sin, walking away from a life that does not glorify God. He said, return. It has, you have to be deliberate. Return. Satan will, will fight you from returning, but you have to be deliberate. Return. Return to his word. Return to his word. Just appreciate his word. Return. He said, return. Return. Acquaint. Align. Acquaint yourself with God. I'm still looking for the meaning of that, please. Acquaintance is, you know what it means now. But we want, uh-huh. 
Yes. Acquaintance, meaning make someone aware, aware of or familiar with. Know someone slightly. You know that what I'm looking for there, he said, be familiar with God. How do you get familiar with God? Uh, no, no. How can you be familiar with God? Eh? That is by his word. That is be familiar with his word. Did you get that? He said, his word have I hidden in my heart that I may know what? So when you are familiar with the word, you will not sin against God. Can we go back to the scripture? Be familiar with the word. In other words, return to the word. In other words, appreciate the word of God. Your word have I hidden in my heart. Your word I have kept in my heart that I may not sin against you. Yes, the way to sin might be there. And I might not know what sin is even called. Except your word has told me what sin is all about. When I'm confronted with the sin, the word of God will let me know you can't do that. The, Joseph just didn't say, no, uh, you know, I will not eat this porridge. That's not what he was saying. It was the word of God that was speaking in him. He said, far be, be that I sin against God. Was the word. Because he was familiar with what God requires. And what God hates. Did you get that? He was familiar with what God wants from him. And what God doesn't want from him. If that return to the Almighty, that shall be built up. That shall put away iniquity far from that tabernacles. Continue. Then thou shalt, then thou shalt lay up what? Why, 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 do, why do we want to let Satan fool us? God, God wants to do unimaginable in our life. He, he, doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't look at where you are coming from, how you were born. How you were born is a consequential. When you follow him, you give your life to him, you follow his way. He will reposition you. He will rearrange your life. It is true. It is real. It is. Then shall thou lay up gold as dust. And the gold of Afas, the stones of the brood. Continue. Yea, the Almighty shall be that defense. And thou shall have what? Why do you want to fraternize with the devil and the world? When God has everything planned out for you. The next one. For then thou shall have thy delight in the Almighty. And shall lift up thy face unto God. Continue on the last one, I guess. Then shall thou make the prayer unto him. And what will happen? It's here. And thou shalt make that prayer unto him. And he will do what? And you will pay your vow. You see? The value pay from iniquity is not accepted by God. Did you get that? The value or sacrifices from iniquity is not accepted by God. But it can be used. Oh. <laughs> this brother, this brother is laughing. <laughs> it can be used, but it's not accepted. Thou shalt. Make a prayer unto him, and he shall hear thee, and thou shalt pay the vow with, with a joyful heart. Father, out of the abundance you have blessed me with, this is what I'm bringing to you. Not the other way around, though. twist everything and all that to steal from you. Many of them have their houses in Dubai. And many of you don't even have a bedroom. By the time they collect, 
When 1,000, 2,000 from sinners who will never serve God, they keep telling you, don't worry, don't worry, do it. See, I want to get to a place where if a brother said to me, Pastor, I want to buy a Bentley for you. Eh? It's not because I tell you to do it. You add the, out of the abundance of what God has done. You buy Bentley, it's fine. Not to collect from you. No. My own is to give you the revelation of the word. I know you will blossom and you will come back. Many of you will go around the world or you will see come back and see me. Yeah. You, you might not appreciate this moment. I'm, I know. But the time will come, you will remember. Say, aha! I found the truth. I found the truth. I found the truth. I found the truth. He said, you will lay up gold as silver. You will lay up gold as silver. You will lay up gold as silver. No. Not the way they are telling us lies. His word is what we preach. Not to excite you. The word of God. Many times, it doesn't excite us. Oh, somebody says a knife. Yeah. I've never seen one day I'm preaching. They are coming to drop off on this place. Too. Eh? Eh? Come and put off here. When the word of God is, is piercing, you will not remember to come and put off here. Ah, Pastor Rado! Pastor Rado! <laughs> Shut up. The word of God will make you be thinking. I'm not saying when you have a word, genuine word, that hits you, you can appreciate God. Thank you for this revelation. No way they are telling you lies. The word of God, what it does to us, he washes us. He reveals hidden things around our life. What we have accommodated, God is not happy with. He will reveal it to us. And then you begin to think through it. I used to go to church those days when I get home. You know, somebody I just, I, I was laughing with yesterday or Saturday, we were talking, you know, hey, we meet later in the evening and all of that. Then I just go to a church that is raw. When I come back as a call, I will be angry to pick the cursor. Yeah, you don't come with your evil again, Abby. Don't come here. When you go to where word is preached, you don't need anybody to tell you what you should do. No. The will to obey God will be there, but there will be battle. Whether to see succumb to the word or to appreciate and obey the word. But if you see come out of a church, you are still very, very vulnerable. You find it easy to see appreciate your ungodly life. It means that you must change your church. Did you get that? You have to change your church. You want truth. You must hear the word. I can go out of a church. The word is piercing me. The, my, my flesh is still asking for nonsense. But the world is fighting. That is a church. That is a church. That is a church. Rest your faith. Hallelujah. I like the way the church is quiet today. Hallelujah. Did God talk to somebody this morning? Did you hear from God this morning? 
I understand this, so you know the word have a way of making somebody look hard. Or there is a part telling us, oh God, can you not just make it easy? But it's easy now. God, but this is not what they told us. Who. But ah, your sins have been forgiven. Yes, it's true. Your sin, 100%, the day you give your life, your sin is forgiven. But it's telling you how to live a fulfilled life. How to live a joyful life. How to live a life full of his glory. You are born again. Your sins have been forgiven. Your, all your sins have been forgiven. But he is telling you. You want to maximize your journey with the Lord. You want to have the best of God. You want to walk with God. You want to be inducted into that class of power and authority. He said these are the process you must follow. If you want to pray. Pray the right way. Know what you mustn't do. And what you should do. That's what he's saying today. Hallelujah. 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 If God permits, we might stretch it further on Wednesday if he permits. So we're going to be trusting God sometime this week. It will be communicated. And we'll have like one week prayer, maybe five days or seven days. And we will be meeting here just to pray two hours. And it's for everybody. One thing people run away from is prayer. Sometime this week it will be announced. We'll meet here. Pray for two hours. Just two hours. We don't, no protocol. We just come. We pray fervently. We round up and go. We'll do it for five days or seven days. By the, by the, by the end of today, I'll be able to communicate that or tomorrow. Hallelujah. 